Roman Reigns defeats Sami Zayn to retain the undisputed WWE Universal Championship at Elimination Chamber 2023. Not only that, oh my goodness. Well, here I am. We had quite the show to watch last night, didn't we? Uh, we had five, really, in my opinion, really, really good segments. Five really good matches. People will say what they want about the Lesnar finish and whatnot, but last night was a very, very good show. Powered by an outstanding, hot-as-hell crowd at the Bell Center in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. A very old arena, a very historic arena, and a fan base that, even without a one of their own, like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens in the main event picture, would have been hot either way. A consistently amazing arena, a consistently amazing city and fan base to have these types of shows in. They were ready and eager, and they got the show of their lives last night. We start out here, the women's elimination chamber match, where the spot against Bianca Belair at WrestleMania was on the line. I think a good majority of us assumed that it was a pretty safe winner that Asuka was going to win. I personally could have seen Liv Morgan winning as well, but I pretty it was like a ninety percent chance that Asuka was going to win. Asuka is one of the best things, one of the best um, women's wrestlers that has ever been in WWE, and one of the best wrestlers ever. Um, regarding gender and disregarding gender, but Asuka is, she's a very, very, very special talent and you want her to be in these big spots at WrestleMania. You want her to win these big matches. So I think I heard that she's become the only, she's the only woman in WWE history to won the Royal Rumble match, the money, in the bank ladder match, elimination chamber match. Um, I, I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, she, she's incredible on so many different levels. So there was a, um, There was an awesome Raquel spot where she held both Natalia and Liv Morgan. She caught Liv Morgan after she was already holding Natalia, and then she slammed them on the outside. Um, A great reaction for Natalia being from Canada and whatnot. And once Nikki Nikki Cross got in the match, it took her a while to take off her ring jacket. And then eventually she climbed to the top of the uh, the Northwest pod, the, the pod that Carmella was in, and she threw it to the outside, and then she jumped on the other two or three competitors for a very nice uh, pop. And then Asuka, who was being taunted, I mean, they were all being taunted um, in the pods and whatnot, but everybody just wanted a piece of Asuka when they were passing her by like a caged animal. And Asuka got let out last, and she tore it up. She went after Carmella. She absolutely just, I I don't know how to describe that. Um, Raquel drove Nikki through the pod while Carmella was trying to hide in it. Um, Liv Morgan had a awesome, awesome, maybe the spot of the night. Um, Liv Morgan had an awesome sunset avalanche from the top of the pod onto Raquel Rodriguez. Um, Asuka and Natalia had a double submission on Liv Morgan, which ended up in Liv Morgan not tapping out, but passing out rather. Um, and um, or at least acting like, well, you know what I mean? Um, and Liv, that's how Liv got eliminated. So it still protects Liv Morgan. And then Asuka wins by submission on Carmella and the crowd absolutely loved it. Full transparency. I've got the, um, the 1 PM wild game against the predators on in the background here on mute. So if I have any distractions or reactions, that's what it'll be like. But, um, we had Bobby versus Brock was next. It was an absolute spot fest. There was probably five total moves in the entire match. A lot of spears, a lot of F fives started really quickly. The entrances were super badass. Um, crowd was super into Bobby, super into Brock. Um, 
And then eventually uh, he didn't get it the first time, but the second time um, Lashley went for the hurt lock. Um, Brock Lesnar decided that he could not get out and he hit a low blow on La- on Lashley. And at first I thought that Brock forgot the match was a regular match and not no DQ. And I thought that Brock accidentally got disqualified, but no, it was, it was the story. Uh, Brock knows what he's doing, but anyway, um, shoot. I thought Gustafson just let in a super easy goal. Anyway. Um, yeah, Lesnar was super pissed off. He, he, he was on a knee and he asked the ref to come closer as if he was going to tell him something. And then he just grabbed him by the collar and hit an F five on him. That was apparently in the script. And then, um, then he, then he hit a couple F fives on Lashley. He he F five Lashley through the announce table, um, uh, on the outside. And then he pulled the, the ref out of the ring. And apparently the second F five onto the ref onto the outside was unplanned. So there's Lesnar going off script for the second premium live event in a row. Um, and of course, then everybody comes out to, um, help the referee and Lashley get away. But Lesnar seems like this. I think we're done with this Lashley Lesnar story or they're going to go to WrestleMania. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, Judgment day tag versus edge and Beth Phoenix. This genuinely shocked me because I was in a situation where I believed that this was going to be the moment in the, in the night where the crowd would just be like, no, we're, we're, we're done. Like we're, we're going to sit on our hands. We're going to go to the bathroom. Like this is a nothing match. Um, and then we're going to get ready for the Sammy versus, um, Sammy versus Roman match in the men's elimination chamber. We're just going to take this one off, but no, actually the crowd was super, super hot for this. They loved edges theme music when he came out singing along to it, just like the, um, the, uh, the Brits did back in, uh, Cardiff, Wales at, uh, clash of the castle. So, uh, the crowd goes crazy for Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, they went crazy for Rhea and Beth when they first faced off. Lots of B words were exchanged between. Uh, lots of B words were exchanged between Rhea and Beth that got caught on camera. They didn't have to mute it because they're on Peacock and it's a paid service. If they were on Fox, they would have to, or USA, they'd have to bleep it. But lots of fu Dominic chants. It happened at least five times where it was just F.U. Dominic chance for like a minute straight. Um, that was fantastic. Um, brass knuckle. There was there was one point where Dominic ran away from Edge or whoever was chasing him, and he ran to the back and he ran to Gorilla really quick. And I, I like to have an idea where they he got back to Gorilla and Triple H or the producer or whoever was there basically said. You go back out there and you get the most heat you possibly can. This crowd is ready to just feast on heat. And he came back out and that's exactly what he did. He got at least four more FU Dominic chants. Um, there were double power bombs from the women onto the men. So that would be Beth was power bombing Edge. Excuse me. Beth was power bombing um, Finn and Rhea was po- power bombing uh, Edge at the same time. It was a good spot. Um, and then there was a shatter machine for the win from uh, Beth and uh, for Beth and Edge. So in my mind, it's like, what's that supposed to mean here? Like, we're just going to randomly pull out a shatter machine. Like, what does the revival have to do with any of this? Or um, what does um, uh, what does FTR have to do with any of this? I mean, I mean, I know that FTR has been taking a break and whatnot since their last Briscoe's match. Um 
So who knows what will happen with that, but I did see their reactions on Twitter. They, they loved it. Um, it's important to note again, the crowd was hot all night. They did not take a single break at all. Uh, then we got to the men's chamber match, and the crowd went absolutely crazy for Seth Rollins. They 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 sang his song. This match probably went what like thirty minutes or so, and half of it was the crowd singing Seth's theme music. Um, Austin Theory got into the match third, and every single competitor got into the match before the first elimination happened. Um, Austin Theory was hiding in a in a uh, in a pod at one point, and he was taunting uh, Damian Priest because <laughs> he was like locking him out or whoever. No, it was Johnny Gargano he was taunting as he like locked the door behind him. But then Seth snuck up behind him um, the other door. Um, oh my goodness! And then he just basically tapped him on the shoulder for like a Tom and Jerry spot. So that was fun. Um, uh, Reed cuts off Ford's. P yeah, Montez Ford went for a people's elbow as soon as he got into the match and. Um, Reed, um, oh my goodness, why am I forgetting his first name? Bronson Reed just cut that off in a crazy spot. Um, uh, nobody got eliminated just yet. And then Ford, he, he climbed to the top of the cage on the outside. So not the very, very top, but like the, uh, just on the ceiling and he hung from it by his feet. And then he dropped onto all the other competitors in the match for a really good spot. Um, and then there was you know, with all due credit to Liv Morgan and what she did in the first match of the evening, we had our, probably our spot of the night. We had, um, oh, someone just lost his, careful buddy, the ice is slippery. Uh, I wonder who number three on the National Predators is. Um, regardless, we had this crazy spot where, oh my goodness, where it was Seth Rollins and Johnny Gargano on the top of the Southwest pod. And Johnny, it looked like Seth Rollins was going to powerbomb uh, Johnny Gargano onto the people below. But the thing is, I, how do I say, like, I was like, how is this going to work? Because momentum and whatnot, even if Seth Rollins launches him, then isn't Seth going to be, isn't Seth going to be like, uh, launched off too, just because of physics here. So the power bomb didn't happen because Johnny Gargano reversed it into a hurricane Rana off the top. And it went super well, and all credit to Damian Priest. I mean, he maybe could have caught him a bit better, but hey, I'm just some, I'm just some 19 year old kid sitting on a couch, you know, here like um, backseat wrestling, you know. So backseat professional wrestling, like Damian Priest did everything that he could have done, but um, I think he would have wanted to have a little bit of a do over here. But Damian Priest, his job wasn't to catch Rollins. His job was to catch. Um, here comes Eric's neck on the breakaway here, shorthanded for the wild coming in, makes the move, and it's a save. What a play here. But anyway, um, Damian Priest was responsible for catching Johnny Gargano. And I think, well, basically, his job wasn't to catch Johnny Gargano. His job was to make sure Johnny Gargano didn't land on his head. And I guess he did a pretty good job of that. But um, it was a crazy spot. Um, and then Logan Paul came in. Well, we did this angle where... Um, Seth Rollins curb stomped Montez Ford on the outside. So it would hurt more, even though it's padding out there and not steel anymore. Um, so, and then, uh, Montez Ford has to sell that he's, um, that he's, you know, shoot injured as here comes Connor Dewar for another shorthanded opportunity for the wild, but another crazy save. And it's, oh my goodness, you gotta be kidding me. Oh my goodness. What a block. Um, so yeah, I told you I was going to be distracted, but. Anyway, uh, Montez Ford has to come in and they, they sell, he has to sell that he's legit hurt 
Um, even though he wasn't, we all know what it really looks like when a wrestler is, you know, legit hurt. So they had, they brought in this like medical personnel, which is just some extras, you know what I mean? To like assist Montez Ford getting out. So this was used to set up, um, Logan Paul being able to sneak into the chamber by having the door open for a, a bit longer. So Logan Paul snuck in, he hit the buckshot lariat on Seth Rollins, which he does better than CM Punk. Um, and maybe even better than Hangman Page at this point. But he hits the buckshot lariat on Seth Rollins. He hits a curb stomp on Seth Rollins. And then he uh and then that that allows Theory to hit the A-town down on Seth Rollins, no disqualifications. And then um are we gonna get another two-on-one here? Kaprizov going in. And he's gonna get a save as well. Um many shorthanded opportunities for the wild on this um on this first penalty kill. Um so uh, Logan Paul costs Seth Rollins. Austin Theory retains the U.S. championship. And yeah, we're going to go into WrestleMania. Who knows who's going to face um, Austin Theory for the cha the championship at WrestleMania. If the belt's even, excuse me, defended at WrestleMania at all. Considering, I mean, we do have two nights and Triple H is running the show now. So I think every championship is going to get defended. But you look at it this way. So now it sets up. It sets up Roman Reigns, excuse me, it sets up Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. And it's going to be, it's going to go crazy. It's going to go stupid because we all know how good of a performer Logan Paul is, even in his very short experience. How the hell did Nino Niederreiter block that shot? And we all know, of course, that Seth Rollins is one of the best professional wrestlers um, in the world today. I don't even have notes for the main event of last night's show. Last night, Roman Reigns came out first in the main event. It was time for the Undisputed Universal. It was time for the Uwu Championship match. Roman Reigns came out first to capitalize on the heat. And you you could hear, you, it was like, that music is very loud. The music is very, very loud that plays when the wrestlers are coming to the ring. But you could easily hear the FU Roman chants just chorusing throughout the arena last night during his entrance. And not only that, but you could hear just the boos that rained. This was similar to when John Cena faced Rob Van Dam um, at ECW back in uh, the mid 2000s. This was very, it was the closest thing to that since. Um, and then Sami Zayn comes out treated like a God, rightfully so in his home country, in his home city of Montreal. And they don't even, they don't even touch each other for the first three minutes of this match. And they just soak in the moment and everything that was going on in the arena. And it was perfect. It was amazing. And they started to lock up and uh, Sammy would get his hits. It was a perfect face versus heel match. And eventually Sammy got this awesome near fall with the Haluva kick. And he got an awesome near fall with the Blue Thunder Bomb. And... It, we all knew Sami Zayn was not going to actually win this match, but we were we were just concerned about how they were going to play into the finish, uh, because ultimately we were okay with Sami losing as long as the finish was was good. So Jimmy Uso comes out and he he beats up Sami for a uh, a two for a two count, and then Jimmy Uso, excuse me, Jay Uso comes out and he stops Roman Reigns from hitting um, Sami with a chair while the ref is down and he stops this and he, and then Roman tries to hand Jay the chair to hit Sammy and Jay refuses to do it. And I thought for a split second 
that Jay was going to hit Roman in the back with the chair, just like Sammy did last month at the Royal Rumble, but that didn't end up happening. And what ended up happening was Roman wasn't going to let that happen twice. So he basically just took the, um, took the chair away from him and Sammy hit a spear on, he, he meant to hit the spear on Roman, but he hit the spear on Jay instead. And ultimately this led to, um, this led to Sammy getting hit with a final spear and Sammy would end up losing the match. He would end up losing the match and then they were going to beat him up more. They were going to, Jimmy and Roman were going to beat up uh, Sammy Moore. And then Kevin Owens' music hit. Crowd went crazy. And they beat up Roman and Jimmy to close the show. Um, Kevin put Jimmy through the announce table. The second time in the show, the announce table had been broken with a pop-up powerbomb. And that the crowd went crazy for that. And they were both wearing uh, Montreal Canadiens-style shirts, both Sammy and Kevin Owens. And the show ended with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn standing tall. Standing tall. And you know what? I'm not too upset about it, to be honest. I am not too upset about... I'm not upset about Sami Zayn not winning the championship last night. But they just need to go into WrestleMania and they need to execute the rest of this Bloodline story perfectly. They need to establish that Kevin and Sammy going after the the um, the tag team championships is not a substitute. It is not a plan B. It is n- nothing less important. They just need to establish the importance of the tag team championships. They need to establish the importance of the Usos and Sami Zayn in the storyline. Because Sami Zayn's not done feuding with the bloodline. He's just done feuding with Roman Reigns, if you know what I mean. Like, he's not done with the bloodline. He's just done with the Universal Championship. So as we see it here, WrestleMania is six weeks away. And I was concerned at first, you heard me say this three weeks ago, I was concerned that them doing the Sami Zayn match only three weeks after he turned on Roman would be rushed. It absolutely was, and they did it perfectly, obviously. But now they've got six weeks to get this tag team story done correctly and i think they will have no problem doing that and i think it's going to be a great moment at wrestlemania i personally believe that it could honestly main event night one i genuinely believe it, 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 it's it got a main event night one or it's got to open up night two or open up night one it's that simple but yeah as we look at it wrestlemania is going to be a great one like we had another wrestlemania match confirmed last night with oscar versus bianca belair after oscar won the elimination chamber match that's absolutely going to slap i believe that oscar should win because i believe we should push oscar to the moon and we should have oscar as a scary you know impossible final boss champion for the next couple of years similar to what we're doing with roman right now but uh, the Daytona 500 starts in five minutes, so this is probably where I'm going to cut it off. But Elimination Chamber as a whole was a very, very solid show. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed watching it. And uh, come back soon to M Nation for further discussions on the bloodline and for other discussions on professional wrestling as a whole. We will be talking about AEW Revolution soon, and we'll be talking soon about the state of the Minnesota Wild, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the NBA All-Star Game, see if, An- if Anthony Edwards has anything fun to do tonight. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your day and uh, Skull Vikings.